When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Auditions for backup dancers. I'm going to tell you this, yeah, we, this is why I'm getting you used to the songs, because this is time for you to get back out there as a mascot, dressed up as skinny Rihanna. <laughs> bigger than you now. It looks good on her, though. There's your Super Bowl halftime performer, Rihanna. One of those corporate fat cat billionaires two years in a row. Jerks. Uh, yeah, and everybody's losing their mind. Brett was just talking about it. Everybody's going bananas about yeah. Rihanna. Doing the the uh, the halftime show or whatever's going to happen here in Glendale. Here's the deal. You made the comment that Terry and the boys had no idea. Terry had no idea who Rihanna is. Not at all. Terry's like, am I opening up? Am I, I going to play? Like, yeah, you were second, Terry. I'll play. Is Merle Haggard going to be there? No. She's got 600 songs. You just, she's a pop Ridiculous pop singer. I'm going to cry when she does this song. I guarantee you it's going to be good. It's just most people are going to be mad about it. And every it's the annual tradition. Somewhere in the end of September, early October, they make the announcement of who's going to play the Super Bowl. And everybody loses their minds like it's the worst thing ever. Everybody. It's like I was saying, what do you expect? It's always a pop band it's anymore, have, so don't worry right. about it. And it also has to have international ties. Like it, it can't it can't be just American. It's a they try to make it British. They try to uh, you know promote it to all the the world. Rihanna has hits all over the world, so that makes sense that she would be, you know. At least we don't have to sleep through Coldplay again. 
Because that was, man, that was that brutal. Was, yeah, Coldplay was one of the worst ones. Anytime they've had a band up there, it's been bad. Because I thought Coldplay was terrible. Maroon 5 was a drag. Bruno was amazing. Oh, Bruno was great. Prince was amazing. Anytime they've added instruments, you're like, uh-oh, this might not go well. Because it seems like it has to be fake. It's too big a room. But they're never going to, I mean, we have to stop this. Uh, rock people have the same argument every year. It's like, why do they always do these pop pussy bands for football? It's because they want women to watch. They want the ladies to stick around. It's, this is not just for us anymore. Football is like the fifth thing on the list. They've already got us. It's it's the same thing we were talking about the other day when uh, Byron Allen wanted McDonald's. He's suing him for $10 billion for not advertising through his black-owned company to black neighborhoods. And then the statistic comes out that 40% of McDonald's revenue is is from black people. They don't need to advertise to them. They're, they've got them. Our, our football brains, they got us. They got. They have to entertain the people that aren't there for football. That's what the halftime show is. You put Metallica on there, he's got a bunch of white knobs that look just like me that'll be happy about it, and that's it. And for majority of the fans, there's you know, a good chance that your team's not even in the Super Bowl, so they got to keep you in it. Right. And you want your wife to stick around. Look, during the- there's a reason why on a weekend... The highest-rated game is Sunday night, usually, and it's about eighteen million. Super Bowl pushes a hundred million. You're telling me that eighty million people suddenly have interest and like really get the game, and that's why they're no, they're there for the party, they're there for the spectacle, they're there for the halftime show, they're there for the commercials. There's, it's like very little about the. Ba- I'm, I, this argument is annual now. Uh, anybody, anybody that gets put up there, and plus, if they did this and said, okay, we're going to put Metallica on stage for the Super Bowl, you'd have everybody like the majority, which I hate to say, the pop. And mainstream people be like, well, we don't need this loud nonsense up there. Nobody knows who these guys are. And you know, and I hate to break it to you also, the youth don't care about Metallica. <laughs> they love the shirts, man. They like the, yeah, they like the vintage tees, but they're not going to go nuts when Metallica breaks into one up there during the halftime show, which wouldn't be. I would, I, I honestly would kill to see that if, if, dun, 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 like, oh, they're doing the, they're doing the war death dirge. This is going to be great. But again, you got us, us Metallica fans. There are very few Metallica fans that aren't like a football. They, we, they've already got us. We, we're going to watch. We're going. We're going to the Super Bowl for whatever. I guarantee you, half the women that were that found out yesterday. Oh my God, Rihanna's playing the Super Bowl. That'll be great. And then she went on about her business and didn't watch one more minute of the Rams and Cardinals or. Uh, last night's disastrous, horribly boring. Eleven ten. Oh, oh, terrible. Is that a bowling Brutal. split combo? No, no. There's no no, no, no 11th 11 10. ten. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be really bad at yeah. bowling to hit that eleventh one. It would be even in duck pin. It's in the still other, 10 yeah, pin. duck pin. They, they still don't add that eleventh, but the eleven ten split probably pretty easy. Sounds like they're next to each other. <laughs> but yeah. It's just everybody calm down about it. She's good. That's her. That's her with uh, uh, T.I. Remember the Live Your Life song? Oh, yeah. This was in The Hangover. It's a great song, too. They like, made the parts of The Hangover hilarious. I can't get to the chorus. Everybody knows it. How pretty she was. Remember the hangover? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah she's, she's got a ridiculous amount of hits. It might suck. Lady Gaga was horrible. 
And that's because on TV you realized how fat and ugly Lady Gaga is. Like immediately, like I don't want to look at this. I'm eating chips. It was amazing when she jumped off the roof, though. That was- oh God. Yeah, and you know what I said? Thank God for the Houston Stadium because the structural damage she was doing standing up there, the thing was sinking. The leaning was the leaning uh, tower of Houston Stadium. Get that pig off the top of our roof, please. Like she was standing on the uh, rim of an above-the-ground pool. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's like, hey, 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 you're buckling it. <laughs> <laughs> and then she jumped in, and I remember saying, pigs do fly. Yuck to Lady Gaga. At least she'll never come back. I've stood by that one the whole time when they started to make that, when she was in that movie with Bradley Cooper, moaning and groaning that song. And then I finally watched The Star is Born. And I really cried like a baby. Well, no, no, I cried like a baby for the first two hours. I'm like, why won't this guy kill himself? (laughs) She took her shirt off in front of him. I might commit suicide. She shows her cans? Yeah, it took him two and a half hours for him to kill himself in that movie. I'm like, the second I kissed Lady Gaga and realized what I'd done when I sobered up, I'd have killed myself too. Have you seen that face of hers? It's one of those. Ugh. Ugh. Just be grateful. Every time something like this happens, think back and go, well, at least it's not Lady Gaga. Because that was when everybody gets up and actually eats at the Super Bowl. You have a meal during that time. How can you eat with that big pile of mayonnaise floating around on strings? Seven-layer dip wasn't doing it for you. She has a seven-layer dip. It ruined the buffalo dip. Yeah. How can I? How can I put my chip in and and goo into the exact same uh, substance and texture of what I would assume Lady Gaga's tummy is, which is just gloppy yuck dip that you could just scrape off. The wing meter went down. Oh yeah, like the wing meter fell. Just... I can't eat this. I, this is this juicy, tender, moist. It, it's exactly like biting into her gut. Blech. So Rihanna is your halftime. I personally have no issue with it. I think she's going to be fine. I am. I'm way past the arguing phase of why don't they put a rock? I used to be. They're going to mix it up. No, they don't. And the reason I say that is because I've talked to people in country music, and they're equally as we're country music is as popular as anything else. I don't know why anybody's going to like. This is why. They lose everybody. Make a brand look like a large man. Keep that for your college football for those roots. They give every fan a fish to hold up and it's flipping with a light on. Right. Ugh. I would just chuck it at the field. <laughs> so Rihanna will be just fine. Yeah, she's uh, she's got a couple of them. And I don't know if she's gonna she's gonna Rihanna might be one that tries to piss off the establishment too, because a couple of years ago she was off for the Super Bowl and she didn't take it because of the Colin Kaepernick thing. So she might she might right. go up there and just thong up, show her butthole, do something to like throw her middle finger in the air. But last year was great. Everybody bitched about that. I mean, I I found it hypocritical. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That, you know, they are having so much trouble with race and this and that and, uh, you know, misogyny and women and what was Deshaun Watson up to at the time. And then you get Dr. Dre out there. So, well. Okay, I see how the NFL is. We'll rough it up. All right, right then. But who cares? 
Enjoy your Super Bowl. And and here's the other thing. Pre-game, they'll have a country act and they'll have a rock act and they'll show them for about four minutes like they did Ozzy Osbourne the other day for that halftime show. Like embarrassing. Seven to ten seconds and he's in a... Nailed to the stage. Yeah, he was in his uh, Hannibal Lecter dolly because he's not allowed to walk anymore. And they showed eight seconds of it. People immediately, like they lost all the ratings in like eight okay. seconds because it was the creepiest, creepiest thing on TV since Lady Gaga's gut. But yeah, so what are you going to do? Rihanna is the Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl is going to be uh, like I, I, all they're talking about now. It's a reminder to, to normal people that hookers are everywhere. Uh, the, every time they start talking about the Super Bowl, the local news, they're like, all right, I'm going to start ramping up for the human trafficking. I'm like, yeah, it's probably a thing. And then, and then threw a stat out this morning. It said, you realize that, uh, what is it, something about uh, 40 something, 45-year-old men, 50% of men. Uh, by the time they turn 45 or 50 or something like that, I've been with a uh, hooker. <laughs> like half? Wow. And as I get older, I realize I've had many friends that just go, yeah, I've done that. Like a lot of them. And I, I always thought it was like a, if you would have asked me five or six years ago, like how many people do you think visit hookers? I'd be like, oh, 2%, maybe hidden in the alleys. And nope, half. Half of dudes have paid for sex. I'm in that stat. I mean, we've all paid for it in one oh, way or another. Everybody's but. paid for it. I'm in it, too. I've I never... paid for it, and I didn't get sex. Right. But I paid. I've handed a hooker money, and then she bailed on me. I'm like, well, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, prostitutes are, and I've got friends who, I have one friend 20 years ago that said, I'm done with women. I'm no good at this. It's not their fault. It's not my fault. It's just over. And every other paycheck, he'd get a prostitute. It was the double Friday prostitutes, and it I would say, is this the one? And he'd look at me and he goes, this is the one. I said, where do you go? And he goes, oh, there's like five or six of them. And it isn't just driving up and down Van Buren to pick them up. Those are the crack whores. Those are the, there's like a legit deal. And the internet made it real easy. 50%. You go to Vegas and you realize it sometimes that this is the easiest game in town. So they keep reminding me, if you're, you know, lonesome, it, the prices are jacked up. But uh, you head down there to that NFL experience, which is, Part of the NFL experience is getting a hooker, like a lot of players. That is. Yeah, because uh, remember Warren. That's Sapp when had you that. exit. You go through, do all the fun games and stuff, yeah. and they're all just <laughs> waiting at the end. It's the, this is the last thing an NFL player goes through. Is he has a prostitute trying <laughs> to feel take. like a yeah. pro? It's like this is great. Like I got drafted, and then you take her back to the room. And part of the NFL experience is you get in there, and her sister shows up. You do your business with both of them, then they won't leave. So you got to toss them out by their hair into the hallway, like Warren Sapp did. Get a misdemeanor and you can't be on NFL Network anymore. That's all. You got to kick him out, like physically. 50%. I had no idea. But I have. Uh, that seems high. I have two or three very close friends that have done it. No problems. Uh, we have people in this building. Well, not any- well yeah. Not anymore. Well, no, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we did. We did. Yeah. And we still do. That have uh, said, oh, yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a plan. It's nothing to it. With OnlyFans and things like that, most women are hookers. So, I mean, it's, I don't know why it's surprising. It's the oldest profession in the world, and I sat back thinking, wow, guys get hookers? That's crazy. That's not crazy. It's common. Half. <laughs> Half the people you know have probably done it. Isn't that amazing? I love it. I like that. That statistic I like. Makes me giggle. But now they're talking about human trafficking. They're going to bring their... They're going to bring their supply here. And I'm like, is human – I'm just naive to it. Is human trafficking also pimps? 
It would have to be. Because they keep saying, like, the, they're going to bring their stable of prostitutes, and that's human trafficking. And I thought that or was Or less, a, because they're dependent business. on that. That person is basically the shepherd of his okay, flock. Okay, so every time I take you, <laughs> like, if you and I were to go to San Diego together, yeah. and you're going, and, I, and you're, I'm going to say I'm going to put you to work out there, but not as a prostitute, I'm just going to put you to work. That's human trafficking, because if you're going because you want to, like, if I'm a hooker, yeah, my I, pimp taking me to the Super Bowl. A, that's a win. B, I'm gonna my rates are I'm making some cake. That's a smart business plan. If I'm a hooker, if I'm a hooker against my will, that's different. That's, the, that's the will a hostage. part kicks in when you want to leave. Right. If you like, can't, I, leave, you know what right. I'm done. Right. And no, you're not. But isn't that hostage more than human trafficking? Because once you get yeah, to the hostage part point, of the, yeah, but hostage, part of it, part of the hostage is worse to me than human trafficking. Yeah. Hostage is first. Like, I don't want to be a hostage. And then once I'm a hostage, of course I'm human trafficked. I'm going anywhere that the captor's taking me. I don't understand how it works. I know what I know the ones they steal and then, like, indoctrinate into the world of human trafficking, like kids and stuff. But that. And then the lower level, you know, keeping them drugged up. Well, I have no clue where that starts and ends. Yeah, that's that's a world I don't even I don't even know what street to go down to find I don't even I don't know what I don't even know on the internet what to, I would be afraid to type it in that somebody would come to my house like if I'd type in like where do you get uh, where do you get these drugged up uh, not willing to participate hookers and then the next thing you know the FBI is at your door I'm too afraid to put it I'll, I'll go, do it here at work I'll but, go use Neanderthals yeah, yeah I'll right go over to KSLX <laughs> and drop a couple bombs in there and I'll even sign my Google search with Paul Marshall KSLX. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where that starts. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. But evidently, it's a coming. And uh, years ago, driving home after our uh, happy endings, yeah. a comedian was like, "Hey, do you know where to get some hookers?" I'm like, uh, "Which one?" I'm sorry, I can't help you. I, I'm. Uh, was it Bargazzi? No. Oh no. no. Nate knows Sadiq? where. He knows where. Was it uh, <laughs> Jeff Die? No. Before was that, was it uh, Ralphie? Was it Brad? Ralphie? J Mo. J Moore. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me, though, actually. I, I think that I picked a hooker up for him once. I, I'm pretty sure. He asked me to pick his sister up, and I'm pretty sure. His I think sister, it was a test. He was throwing it out there, like, what's your knowledge of the streets? I don't know. He called was, me up. Johnny, uh, pick me up uh, Pick me up my sister. She's over at the McDonald's. And I'm like, all right, I'll grab her and take her over. Where are you staying? He tells me the thing. And uh, he's like, all right, sister gets in the car. She goes, hi, my name's Diamonds. And I'm like, what? Jeez, <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not from the same father, are you? Well, you take me, too. Am I going to Rob Snyder's house again? No, no, different Saturday Night Live alum. Yeah, that's not surprising at no, all. No, it's not because in you know within thirty seconds of thinking, like ah, I wouldn't want where to go. That's all right. I got to go write some comedy. You know, one in the morning, he went up to his room and yeah, wrote a whole new show. I had a girl at one of our events tell me she used to be a prostitute. That's probably the closest I've ever been. But she liked it. She made a ton of money in school. She's a nurse or something. She came up and she started laughing. She said, yes. And she had, she was kind of a mess, but she was a, a messy nurse. But she told me. Uh, uh, and like you're saying, is it you know, she because had you hear those people for cash to get through school? And she goes, she didn't want to strip. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean. I remember the conversation pretty vividly because it, was, you can it work came out of really nowhere. The, your own hours. <laughs> well, you got currency in your pants. Whether you choose to use it or not, you got a bunch of it. So, loads of it. So she didn't want to demean herself no. to strip. No, that's, uh, beneath you know, her. that's beneath Banging her. for cash. Well, here's the thing. You know. She was high class. So she didn't want to just dance for anybody. 
Oh, okay. So she so was making bank. She was with making the... big time bank. She was doing those fourteen thousand dollar weekends. Oh, okay. You know, she's doing that eighty year old man barely gets it up, but he wants to need some company. Yeah, he wants to slap it around a little bit and have somebody. He wants to be desired. He wanted someone to. So we paid somebody to like. You're going to be. There was. The, she, I think she. Her phrasing was the girlfriend experience, which I then later used when I tried to buy a hooker for my friend's eighteen year old son. <laughs> Which was the best because I grabbed his phone. I gave her uh, his number. He, we were having a blast with that. And I text and I said, uh, I'm looking for the girlfriend experience. I don't even know what that is. And she said, oh, that's 500 I'm like, that's no problem. We'll take care of that. And poor Matthew. Seems like a decent deal, actually. <laughs> poor Matthew had that girl blowing his phone up for like a year. Hi, Joel. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, but you think about like risky business and all those like pretty women. Nobody ever went, this is appalling. These are hookers. Like, we all accepted that this was pretty okay, which makes you think that 50% number is probably just a little higher than. But, yeah, so evidently half of you guys out there are going to go downtown and bone like crazy and then roll over to Glendale and get it done some more. And they always say, we built a 5,000-room hotel for tourists. No, you don't. Every room was hourly. <laughs> right. You're doing, it, you're doing it for the bag festival that's about to go down. free HBO and free air conditioning yeah. like on Van Buren. And the only reason the, the only reason NFL's really mad about it is not some human rights thing. It's because they don't have their hands in that kitty. If half the people that show up here are going to pop a hooker, that's we're talking lots of cash and tax-free uh, moves. Yeah, that one girl that didn't want to strip, she was telling me the numbers, and I was like, I would do that. If I was in my 20s, she wasn't attractive, like in a traditional sense. Decent bod or? She was okay. She's she average. She, yeah, she went, she could, you'd, if, 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 you, if she was your friend's girlfriend, you wouldn't like, there'd be no threat. You'd try to get her. <laughs> <laughs> she's just decent. She was just okay. that decent girl that came in. It's like, she's a, a that's a, a good a good job, but I, I can do better. So I'm going to just let you have that. That's good for you kind of thing. You wouldn't be grossed out. You'd be like, oh, you see who Brett's bringing to the party. Ugh. It's just, she was just fine. She was a plain Jane kind of, uh, you know, nothing special. But she was telling me, like, those old guys would give her like nine to $15,000 for a couple of days. And they'd fly her places. And, oh, my one friend uh, told me, he goes, I hope you don't think less of me. And I'm like, what is it? And he goes, I, uh, this girl that used to be my intern called me up and asked if there were any jobs open. And there aren't. And then she said, do you want uh, – to be my sugar daddy, and I laughed and I just jokingly said, "What does that mean?" And she says, "Whenever you need me, I'll be there." And threw out a price, and he goes, "You know what? He's, I'm, I'm not interested in a relationship. I don't want to deal with it. I, he's one of those guys." And he's like, "Sure." She starts popping by every once in a while for a cool fee, and he's like, "This is the best relationship I've ever been in. Like it's like once or twice a week if I want it to be. It's costly, but it's going to be that way anyway because you know, I don't have to. She goes home, and she was overall you're saving money, and she was beautiful. And then, (laughs) uh, and then she called him and had to break up, which was crazy because some guy was uh, said I wanted uh, him. He said uh, she told the whole story too. He's moving me to Boston, got me an apartment. The only rule I have, and I'll get twelve thousand a month, but I got a free apartment and a car. And uh, but the only rule is I can't have a boyfriend. Just have to sit there and wait for him. And his he uh, I guess twelve grand his, a month. Hey, yeah. His wife evidently didn't look at the bills because that's a pretty hefty fee. And he just basically would say, "We've got." He probably had tons consulting of consulting fees, tons of different properties, <laughs> and he could hide it in there. But yeah, he just kept her in a house. 
so she had to move away. And uh, my friend was actually pretty heartbroken at the whole uh, concept that his hooker was moving. <laughs> How was she? Spectacular. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was like, that wasn't, it, 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 this dude couldn't have, pull, this dude could not have uh, pulled this without paying. It was that. Man. Yeah, she was, but she, evidently dumb as a box of rocks. Like, worse. Like a box of rocks would pass a test first. But she knew where her money lived, and it was right there. And that's, you know, 50%. So anyway, the news is going to talk a lot about hookers now that Rihanna's coming to town. Also that football game. But who knows who's going to be in that thing? Boy, still think that uh, I, my stupid Steelers, they blew every bet I had this weekend. I, had, I picked the Dolphins to win, and I picked the Colts to win, and I put it in there with a couple of ones that I thought were safe. God damn it if the Steelers didn't. They beat the Browns all the time, even when they're bad at it. Only only one I kept losing. I'm like, this is killing every parlay I've got. Parlay. It's Latin for you'll miss by one. And boy, did I. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. Uh, get off your hooker and get to work. It's Monday. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. We'll start off this beautiful day together. It's 585-9800. And we'll scream it. Once you give it to us, it's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.